0: So oh, we're really excited to have our guest with us today because Cheryl and I are kind of looking at this as the gang rides again. If you followed the show um, in the past when it was Paranormal Underground Radio, you are very familiar with my former co-host um, Chuck Gottsky, who I love calling Chucky e. G. And um, he's joining us today. So he's been doing some really cool things. He is now the inner voice healer. He's working as a psychic medium. And he's joining us to talk about mindfulness meditation using intention to harness success in life and his True Life six-step program along with other energy healing techniques. So we are super excited to have Chuck with us. Chuck. Hello. Hello hey welcome it's so exciting to uh you know have you riding riding the train again
1: yeah this is uh kind of crazy you know i i really i'm just be honest and truthful from my i'm I'm really moved to be here with you guys because i really miss you both
0: so also the other thing we want to tell you is if you're watching us live on facebook you can actually ask questions in chat and we can answer them kind of live Mm
1: (laughs) <laughs> hopefully yeah hopefully we'll right. give you a good answer yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: so chuck yes fill us in what's been going you. With you?
1: what's been going on with me man so much stuff i'll tell you um i guess i guess we'll start with um i you know i've always been a, you know you know i've always been a psychic medium and of course you're the one that um, taught me reiki and such so i've been using all that uh, healing modalities and, and tarot card readings and such like that and then I found that if I, c- I could use that in an approach to life coaching now um, when I call myself the inner voice healer it's because I do more than just life coach I've found that at least for myself which worked and worked with the students I've had so far if you can reach and show them that, you know they have this true inner voice inside them which we all have you know this innate energy uh if we do that and bring that forward a little bit and kind of do a healing process with that first when we go step forward into life coaching then you will it will you know the information the tools and the things that we give you or i should say i give you will help stay forever you know because it's a it's a process it's just like if you're working out or anything else if you if you don't practice it, if you don't stay with it of course it's not going to do its best to do what it needs to do but i i feel that it adheres better i guess when you first reach out to the person because each person is an, is an individual you know like when i used to do programs and learning programs it seemed like it was all the same, you know, like you know, it was kind of cookie cutter in a way. So you know, you have all these different people; they're all individuals. They all think differently. They all feel differently. But you're giving them all the same information. But you're not like setting it up anyway first, so they can attain it as who they are. So I figured that what I wanted to do was because it worked for me uh, as I grew as a person was to do the connection of the inner voice first, bringing out this innate voice we have. This intuition, which you know intuition is is you know where you just can understand or have a knowing of something, but the tr- the inner voice or the true voice you have in- inside is not just the intuition but the trueness of the intuition. in other words, it takes you farther and makes you become who you are truly meant to be
0: Wow, so you've been you've been developing some stuff
1: um, yeah. Uh, I've been, you know, well, I've taken lots of different classes and, um, I started wanting to develop like a, a program for myself, um, that I, I felt would work for other people. Like I was just doing this stuff for myself first and I'm thinking, wow, this is working, you know? So how can I take this? How can I hone this and make it something viable that people can use to help them? Because it's all about helping people. I just like to help people. I like to see people be the best they can be, you know, because I figure if I could be the best I can be with all I've gone through then they can as well. So I kind of started this, what's called, it's called the True Life Six Step Program, which you go through six different steps. Uh, First, the first step we've talked about, which is connecting your true self um, and then bringing that forward and then starting to work on the tools and the the journaling and all the different things, you know, that you need to um, attain a sense of um, strength, confidence, uh, happiness, and joy in life, you know, because we all deal with fear pain hopelessness all the stuff especially now the way the world is you know um but i really feel that if you can attain and learn to have self-love for yourself if you can understand the trueness of yourself it's only going to propel you forward further it's going to give you the, the the ability to deal with any situation no matter what comes your way, because, you know, life is not a bowl of cherries, you know, and it's the way it is, you know. But if you have the way to be able to deal with it and tackle it and, and, and question it within yourself, uh, it makes it a lot easier. Sure. So
2: I have a question. Chuck, you mentioned this just, just briefly just now about your yeah. own personal journey. And mm-hmm. you when we met, you you were leading a paranormal group and you were investigating the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And looking at that side of things. Now you progressed into the spiritual side over the years. Mm-hmm. What, yes. what was that journey like for you to start learning about these, these things that you just described and, and where you're at now?
1: Ooh, nice question, Cheryl. Well, I'd have to say, I'd have to say that, um, you know, when I, when I was doing, and I'm still doing paranormal investigations, it was all about, you know, you know, just figuring out, does it work and how does it work? And, you know, what can I do to, to gather information and evidence and stuff like that? Um, I kind of a a self-based, you know what I mean? I mean, not that we're not trying to help people, but on a self more of a self-based kind of thing and putting it out there and stuff like that, which to a certain extent we still do, but it brought me when I started to connect to myself and understand who I am better, and that we all have this energy inside of us. We're all, whether we're living beings like we are now, or if we've moved on to the other side, which we're still living beings just without the flesh, you know, it's more than just tackling it as that. You know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm. It's more
1: about communication. It's more about how how does the other side work as far as like connection to them? Like how do they feel? You know, what are they going through? What do they see? Um have they grown? Have they gained knowledge? Um, and through uh, my guidance with my spirit guides and stuff like that, I've under and the, the oneness that we all kind of are connected to, uh, I understand that it's so much more than that, you know. And to, to um, I guess, when you're helping people really help them, I'm talking both sides of the spectrum, not just the living physical, but the, the beings as well. And also to communicate and, and to understand and to educate from them, you know, to learn from them, to uh, because once you connect to that, that feeling that uh, it raises you to a a place where I just never was before, and it's helped me in ways when I pull up from that aspect into my own life, to conquer things and to go through stuff that normally I don't think I would have been able to do before.
2: And. Because you're you're a psychic medium as well, and I imagine that moving into your spiritual journey, uh, being a psychic medium, I mean, you're just that much more in tune with what what's going on around you. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of like. Um, you know, because we were talk when we talk about like mindful meditation or just mindfulness in itself, you know, being aware of your thoughts, your behaviors, what's happening around you and stuff like that. I think I've come more attuned with the world we live in, especially now with what's going on. I mean, this is bringing us to a place where we can now understand how important it is as social beings, as as that we're all one, you know, that it's um, that we need to clear clear house in a way, you know, and start from scratch where we understand what is really important and what is not. You know what I mean? And I think from my own standpoint, what's the most important to me is first loving myself, which is the most important, because if I can't love myself, I can't love anybody else. I'm not doing anybody any justice by helping them if I couldn't help myself. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because I have my issues and everything just like anybody else. But even with those issues, I still love myself. I understand myself, but now I can reach out to others and show them, you know, you just need to love yourself. You just need to be able to connect to that energy, that you that inner voice, and then just bring it forth, you know, because once you bring that forth, um, everything else that you layer to it is just going to make it so much better. You're going to understand it. You're going to feel more confident. Uh, things coming at you you won't be as afraid about them you won't be in the corner like hide, you know it'll be more of a um, an experience and with less fear you know because i mean fear is good i mean all the different emotions we have are good because they all serve a purpose fear keeps us aware you know but when fear takes you over then it's not then now it's not keeping us aware now it's keeping us contained you know it's like putting us in a jail you know what i mean so what we have to do is we have to understand. We can feel all those feelings, but we shouldn't be those feelings. We shouldn't live as those feelings. We shouldn't transfer them to other people that are around us. We need to be able to understand them and then move past them.
2: Chuck,
0: can we talk about your path getting here? Because, um, you know i've I've been present for a lot of it.
1: Yes you, yes, you have, Sis. Yes.
0: <laughs> and so I've really watched this arc of growth, and you've gone through some crap, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no Karen don't hold back <laughs> how do I really feel <laughs> how do you really feel Karen? have I gone through some crap well yeah. you know
0: that's the sibling relationship I can say
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny Um. so,
0: so yeah so I, I would love because we, we do have some new listeners who are not as familiar with your story as I am so anything that you would be willing to share that's gotten you here because you've gone through some really hard stuff
1: yeah. Um, well, not, we won't, we won't like go all the way back to the beginning. When I was born, I was a child, you know, yeah, we won't do that. It. You know what I mean? But I think what you're getting at is, you know, I think it's been five years or more. I was married for 28 years. Okay. I, I've i raised, I have four children and um, I got to a point in my life where you know, I I felt I had everything under control, at least to an extent, and I felt like this is where I'm going to be, I'm gonna retire, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the universe decided to what do they call that 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 two by four in the back of the head,
0: the universal two by Mm, snapping. Yeah, baby
1: hit me in the back of the head. And what's funny is that at that time, I said, Oh, I don't I never saw it coming. You know, I didn't understand that, you know, and now from a place of where I'm at now, I understand it 100. You know, right. um, I was I created that myself. You know, whether other people did whatever they did, I created that myself. We all, with intention, create the things around us. I don't care if it's good or bad. And then people get mad when I say that, but it's truth. You know, mm-hmm. it, to a certain extent, unwillingly or unknowingly, we create our own issues quite <laughs> often. Yeah, you know, and so by seeing that, I, I became complacent. I figured, you know, this is all there is to life. But then I started remembering, oh, I used to say stuff like, is this all there is to life? You know, what if, uh, if I was on my own? What if I was this and that, you know? Well, you know what? If you put out intention enough and you put that voice out there to the universe, that oneness, it will listen. And eventually, it. it I don't know if it gets tired of hearing it or whatever, but it says, okay, here, there you go. Then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're like, Whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't see that coming. It's like, "Oh, yes, you did," because you were asking for it. In many ways, even in the subconscious, where we where we don't really, you know, we don't we don't know what's kind of going on in the back of our heads quite often. Uh, it did bring me to a point where, okay, you're starting from scratch. Here you go, buddy. You know, you're in your fifties. You're starting from scratch, and that's a scary thing. You know, I mean, I didn't know where I was going to live. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I mean, luckily, my kids helped me. Um, there was a lot of help there. But um, I, had, I had to be the one to, to go and ask and to go and ask. And I was never a person to ask for help. You know, I was always like, I'm dad, I'm the guy. I'm the, the guy that helps everybody. I don't ask for help. All of a sudden the tables turned. Now I had to be this person who had to go out and find himself and figure out really what it was all about. And I think that it got to the point where it got really low. And I was at my son's house, um, my, my first, my oldest. But i got to the point where i just couldn't do it anymore you know i just said you know this i'm 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 too old i can't you know i've I've had four kids i've had marriage you know I, i can't do this anymore i just can't and then those thoughts those negative or darker thoughts started to creep in my mind and the thoughts of and i'll say it the thoughts of suicide the thoughts of taking my life they were very prevalent and i was ready to do it i mean i was really ready just to let it all go you know and then for some reason I don't know if you call it an epiphany, if you can call it God, the oneness, whatever, whatever you want to call it, something came forth. I heard a voice that said, stop, you know, just stop. Listen to yourself. What are you saying? Stop. You're not, you're not this kind of person. You've never been this person. Now, why all of a sudden are you this person? So um I felt I needed to step back. I felt this innate energy that just ran through me. And it said, You have this inner self. Okay. Your inner self is screaming, saying, Stop. You know what I mean? So, we're going to, whoever it is, who won this, whatever it was, said, You need to sleep on this. You need to, you need to, you need to rest, stop, relax. We're going to show you some stuff while you sleep. We're going to bring this all forward. When you wake up tomorrow, you're going to have a different thought process. You're actually going to understand a little bit about what's going on. And so, then from there, of course, my journey began, really. So,
0: Well, and it's been, it's been really great to watch you because like I say, we've known each other a long time now and, um, gosh, had we, we were doing the show together when your marriage fell apart, weren't weren't we? Yeah, we
1: were. Yeah. Uh Yeah. And
0: I knew that you were in that place. I I think I checked in a lot. I was a little worried about you for a while. Yeah, you did.
1: You you checked in quite often with me. (laughs) I do appreciate, I do appreciate that because, you know, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know going to do you know i just i had no answers you know uh it was like but it was interesting because it was like cleaning the slate you know yeah like once once i got to that point where it said just sleep sleep on it you know let it go it was like i woke up like a clean slate and i was like okay what's really important in life what's the most important thing that we do with our lives and the the honest god truth is we live it we live it to the best of our ability it's a gift we should not squander it. And we should also help others in the process of doing for ourselves. So that's what I, that's what I saw. That's what I felt. And it became this passion of mine. And I was like, you know I'm going to do this. You know, I don't care. Well, now I live in an apartment with my daughter. She's my roomie. Um, I have a job. It's you know, what I mean, but it's a job and it pays. So I'm not going to I hug my job because, you know what, it pays my bills. It gives me food. It gives me shelter. So no complaining because, you know, people listen. So, you know, no complaining. But um, and if I want it to change, I just make a change. So what I'm doing right now with the stuff I'm doing now is trying to help that to change at least somewhat so I can maybe move into this field you know, either full-time or really heavy part-time and maybe get something else part-time and kind of, you know, do more of my passion and not just things for, you know, someone else, which is fine, you know, but, um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at.
0: So do you feel like I, is it cliche or do you feel like you actually had like the dark night of the soul?
1: I did i okay yeah you know when you say that you know it, it sounds like just words you know right uh dark night of the soul but it it truly is what happened to me it it really truly is i mean you know if i wasn't on camera right now i'd probably be crying because it really truly is what it was you know Words are, you know, when you have intention behind something, it's so powerful. And dark night of the soul, there's a lot of intention behind that. You know, there's a lot of energy energy and universal energy behind that statement, behind those words. And you have to be you, you once you feel it and go through it, it 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 either will knock you down and take you out or it will bring you forward. Luckily for me, it brought me forward. And so what I felt after that once i started growing and doing what i was doing it's like i need to i need to pass this on you know what i mean i need to pass this on to people you know um you know i started helping like with uh they had the they had the um there's a a place out here deals with suicide i actually helped with the lady who runs the place with some issues she was having so i i talked with her her daughter um you know i became friends with them i started doing like these things through like festivals and stuff and trying to you know give some money back and and do what i can then i said you know i want to do more so the only way i could do more is if i do it the way i feel that might work for me you know um so that's when i started this program to start working on this stuff and that's when i found um that's when i really found how much meditation is important you know as far as that goes
0: right so let's talk about that because you you do work with um mindful meditation and intention um and i feel like that's probably something people could stand to learn a little bit about right now
1: sure yeah yeah, yeah definitely especially while they're, they're trapped in their homes yeah. yeah um you got you got all right so you have mindfulness and you have meditation they they, they mirror each other and that you know mindfulness helps to you know um supports meditation in, in lots of ways and then meditation enhances mindfulness you know but they are two separate things because you know mindfulness is is, is something, and meditation is nothing in a in a sense. You know what I mean. So, yeah. but if you put it, if you put them together, it's very powerful. You know because um, even just mindful breathing. You know I mean so mindfulness, being aware of your surroundings, your behavior, your emotions, and even the people around you. Whatever whatever the situation is, mindfulness can always come in handy um, because it helps you to make better choices. It helps you to take a step back. Before we, you know, open our mouths and say things that maybe we shouldn't be saying or doing things we shouldn't be doing, so mindfulness. You start off with when you're dealing with meditation. There's so many different kinds of meditation because that's kind of like a generic term now. You know, there's all sorts of different ways of doing meditation. I mean, just like yoga, they got goat yoga for crying out loud. So they got all sorts of different things. You know what I mean? You can do it. I don't knock any of it. I think if it works. Then I say go for it. You know? I mean, if I it kind makes you a better feelings person.
0: Feelings about the goat yoga, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I'm not really sure about that. It's yeah, funny to watch, I mean, though, so goats but, are
0: super cute, but.
1: Right. But anybody that's watching, it's okay. Goat yoga is good, you know. That's, fine. Uh, but, um, that's fine. Yeah, Have fun. know, yeah, I'm, I'm not knocking anything. Um, but, you know, I, I take mindfulness as. When you're when you're being mindful, when you first start out in your meditation, you don't have to do guided, you can do whatever. Just say you're sitting by yourself. So you're mindful, you're mindful of your breathing, whether your nostrils are opening and closing. Is it cool? Is it warm? Your chest writhing and flowing and how is your body feeling is it relaxing is it getting tense where are the ten- where is the tension in your body how can i focus to let it go you know and as you're doing that you know your mind is always going to be spinning because in meditation they got two forms they got one where they say oh you know let your mind just keep talking and one says your mind has to be quiet well i'm kind of for the talking part because in your human behavior you can't shut that down but what you can do is you can focus yourself on something else, which makes it seem like it's a little quieter. You know, you quiet the noise. So you do the mindfulness and you start breathing and you go into the meditation. And as you focus and focus and focus, you then become in meditation. You don't even probably know that you're in meditation. And then you can start to pick up on whatever it is you need to pick up on. Um, this is the probably the best way. To connect your inner voice is through meditation, is is by being quiet. You know what I mean? Because everybody's inner voice speaks to them differently. Whether it's, um you know, every time I I, I feel it's, something's not right, I get all tense. You know what I mean? Or something I feel right, I start to sweat. You know, or I feel nauseous, or or you know, I just or I do hear this little voice going, uh-uh, uh-uh, don't do that. No 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 no. You know what I mean? I mean, it just depends on who you are. You know, and because it, it, it's kind of like a knowing. You know, it's not like it's not like a, it's not just emotion or anything like that. It's, it's annoying. It's like, and for people, when they first started in the program, they're like, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't know. How, to, how the heck do I do that? And I'm like, all right. So what we do is we go back to your past and we look for something that you found that you've conquered. Okay. So find something that you've conquered. But when you thought about it first, you were like, I, I i can't yeah i can't do that but you know you do it anyways you take that as they call it what they can call it a risk whatever it's your inner voice saying do it just just go and do it you know what i mean so you do it and it turns out great just like you go into your past and you find something where well i felt i was supposed to do this but logic took over and my mind said well we'll just run through all these little programs in my subconscious and it's telling me i shouldn't do it and then you don't do it and the next thing you know well you're in the wrong place so you find those things and then when you find those things you say all right at that point what was i feeling what was i thinking you know was there you know is there like a, a pattern and then find two or three things at each so you can find that pattern that's your inner voice that's how it talks to you you know what i mean so
0: so your inner voice is a feedback loop essentially
1: yeah it's like your gps it's built into your spirit when you're born everybody has it you know it's it's an innate thing we all have it's uh, it's um it's an energy and it protects us. It's like, it's sort of like, you know, when you, and everybody's done this, something happens and you're like, I can't take this anymore. You're freaking out. Your brain's like overloaded and you kind of shut down. You know what I mean? You shut down because the situation or the challenge, because I don't believe in problems. I believe in challenges. So the challenge uh, overtakes you and you can't, you can't deal with it. You know, also, a sudden, boop. And then the next thing you know, it's kind of like a, kind of like white out or blank out for a little bit and then all of a sudden you're past that challenge however whatever choice you made whatever you did now you're on the other side of it you know what I mean whether it's not of course smoothed out yet you know but you're on the other side you've passed the part of the thing that you feared if that makes sense so that when you do that that's your inner voice that's what takes over and protects us um if we allow it uh to things that come our way that are not quite so you know Easy to handle.
2: So is your inner voice your intuition? Is that one and the same?
1: Well, your into like I said, your intuition is your is is um where you base it on, you know, you just it's a it's a instant thought, you know what I mean? It's a thing. But but the the intuition is the thought, but the thought or the feeling or the knowing of it, it, it feels true, it rings true to you, you know. It's not just like, oh, I should go for it because that could be uh some logic or minds slipping in saying well i'm dictating this but you think you know what i mean but if you do it were um because to me your voice your inner voice is first thought first feeling when it comes up to you and you do it and it feels true to you no matter what that's your inner voice you know mm-hmm. and some people you know they they do it in a different ways. so it just but that's 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 the easiest way to kind of explain it you know is first thought first feeling doesn't mean you know you don't then you know put some sensibility to it you know but you'll know because it'll feel true it'll ring true to you and what the problem is what most people don't why they don't listen to their inner voice is because it tells them something they don't want to hear right or they don't oh. think it should be right you know what i mean yeah but did you see jim the time, question
0: on the screen that it he was asking oh, no. if it's like animal oh, no. instinct yes there it is
1: yeah see, yes basically mm-hmm. yes Yes, that is correct. Um, yeah. It's um, uh, Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gut feelings or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically uh, whatever, you know, whatever. It's it's a knowing it's you know, it's not just behavior. It's not just um, patterns. It's not just thought processes. It's not logic. It's it's just something that, you know. You know that's the easiest way i could say and the more that you pay attention to the patterns more pay attention to how when you make your choices what works and what doesn't work and what was happening at that time and whether you journal it or remember it or whatever you know i'm a little old so i got a journalist sometimes but um it, it, it works you know and i mean it, it does it really works and after a while you kind of know you know and it's, it's not 100 percent foolproof. you know what i mean there are some times where you're like man maybe i just didn't hear it right or something you know what i mean but i'll tell you the majority of the time, if you do that correctly and start to understand it, it, it you're in a much better place. You know what I mean? Because it's not. it doesn't mean that life is, you know, we're not going to throw stuff at you. And it doesn't mean that there's not going to be hardships or loss or all these different things. It just means that when they do come your way, you will be prepared to deal with them.
0: Yes. And you must be psychic and you must know what I was thinking because you actually started to answer what I was going to Ask. And again, mm-hmm. if you don't want to discuss it, we don't have to. But your recent health hist- history has been a little bit of a challenge along the way as well. And so yeah. so how do you think what do you think that's about? And how is that fitting in within what you're doing for yourself?
1: Oh, that's a nice question, Karen. OK, so like I've interviewed
0: the, people before, huh? <laughs>
1: I know it's a, uh, no, that's, it's, it's a good point you brought up. And it's good that you brought up about my health because, you know, I have nothing to hide. Um, you know, my, my diabetes is one thing, my high cholesterol, you know, deal with that, but the lung thing, okay. were last day Easter, I was, I was eating uh, breakfast. I came home and I couldn't breathe. I mean, literally my eyes popped out my sockets, no air was coming in. I'm trying to get the stairs. My daughter's looking at me. And all of a sudden, boom, it comes back. So we go. We get to the doctor's office. They're telling me, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, we're doing all these tests. They can't figure nothing out. So then they go do a chest X-ray, and then she comes back in and she goes, "You need to go to the hospital right now." I'm like, "What?" My daughter starts crying. She goes, "Your lung is 80% collapsed. We don't know how you're talking and walking because you should be laying down. Um, but if that 20% goes, you will you will die. That's simple. We need to get you to the hospital right now." So next thing you know, these guys pile in the room. They take me there. Whiz me there. Um, they take care of the whole issue to shorten the story. And then they say, but you know, can't come back. So two months later, it's three 30 in the morning. I'm losing air really quickly. I went to go to the bathroom and I see, I'm bounding on my daughter's door. You know, um, I'm on the floor. I'm at 70% on oxygen. That's not good that they're coming up the stairs because I'm just that close. So they get me, I have to go through everything again. Um, they take me to the hospital and they say, you got to have VAT surgery, which is lung surgery. Um, so, uh, and then of course they, they took care of that and it's been good ever since, but, um, it was an eye opener in though I was already kind of, you know, understanding life and how to appreciate everything I have and not to take things for granted and not to worry about every single little thing, even the finances and stuff, because seems things seem to manifest and roll the right way to where at least it keeps me in surviving and living and being happy, you know, um, But it did give a a sense of, uh, you know, mortality to me, you know, like, you know, eventually this is what's going to go on with you. You know what I mean? But I was ready for it. Like when I was in the hospital, they're like uh, they wanted to give me all these drugs. I said, no, the only thing I took the whole time for every single thing, I'm talking them jamming holes in me and stuff like that. I took nothing but Tylenol. They sprayed it. They numbed it. They put the pipes in and everything. No morphine. No nothing. I said, no, I ain't doing it. I used Reiki. To keep myself healed, I used meditation to keep myself calm. So, using all the tools I had, the, the 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 one nurse he goes, this guy's a beast. He's I don't understand how he's doing this. He's like, he's not screaming, he's not complaining, he's very friendly with everybody. You know, even when I had to go back for my NG tube because my my uh, I had a blockage and then my stomach all blew up and whatever. That was all fun, but um, yeah, that was a whole other thing. That was after all the surgeries and everything. So, uh, NG tubes. No, people, it's terrible. But anyways, so I did it and stuff. And, um, But I found I found that using all these tools and this intention and putting everything into it, it gave me a sense of peace. And I wasn't worried about whether I was going to live or whether I was going to die. It gave me a sense of peace going, I'm going to be whatever I need to be. And it's okay. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, I'm, I'm glad I'm still here, of course. So I'm not going to say that's not true. But, you know, um, we are- either way. Oh, thanks <laughs> but either way with it you know um it's it's that's really what i really did you know honestly i mean i came in and i'd be meditating they like oh they hear him sneak back out <laughs> trying to bring him food or whatever but um <laughs> it worked yeah it worked so
2: so i have a question so what were some intentional practices or med- specific meditations that you used during that time um that really really worked for you the best
1: well, mindful meditation, for one, worked really good because me focusing on my breathing and focusing on going into meditation took the focus off all the pain, you know, because at one point, uh, you know, since you guys don't know, I had like two tubes in my side going through my ribs behind my lungs. that was dr- taking all this fluids out and I had I call them trunks and you carry them around I had IV in my arm I had all sorts of stuff hooked up to me all over the place and then what was funny oh well, not funny but it's funny to me now but the, the the second time they went to do the same thing because it collapsed again that stuff hadn't even healed they were already shoving making new holes and I'm talking good you know quarter inch to half inch holes on my side to put these things back in so doing that but then I also did use some guided meditations to take me to different places so i could like be at peace like i'm in the field or on a mountain or whatever and i kind of changed it up a little bit so that it wasn't always the same um and that kind of helped me to just take me away from the situation and kind of almost obe me which is out of body experience and it just gave me an out of body experience where i wasn't kind of like in my body all the time mm-hmm. i could actually get like some rest you know like some just some you know uh, rest basically
2: wow that's amazing um because to think that you know mindful mindful meditation mindful breathing um or whatever exercises you use could help you to mm-hmm. that level is amazing-
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah it, I, um yeah i i you know i well, i well, i knew it i knew it would work you know what i mean i i felt it. I felt, I mean, I've done it before for aches and pains, just like Reiki, you know, using it for aches and pains or just if I had to feel out of balance, just kind of balancing myself back in. So I knew that, but I was like, this would be a, this will be the time to really test it. This would be the test, mm-hmm. you know. It works on the smaller things. Can it work on the larger scope of things, you know. And once I realized it can work on the larger scope of things, it's like people need to know about this. People need to understand this is just not some blah, blah, blahs that people talk about, you know. I mean, if you really practice it and you really believe in it and put the intention and the, the belief or faith, because those are kind of two different things, into it, then – um, you know, and it answered my question, so I use it constantly all the time. Though
0: I wish I'd known about it, oh, say, about twenty-four years ago. Now, <laughs> ironically, also the age of my son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, someone just said, "Sounds like, sounds child like childbirth." Like, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> sounds it did, like a you know,
0: tool for childbirth. But oh. here is what I, I like about you sharing your story: um, sure. is that when people come to you they get that you're a dude who's been there.
1: Yes. Yes. And I feel that, um, I feel that if, you know, if people do come to me for guidance or help, because I'm not just teaching things, I'm just guiding them and helping them because a lot of what they're doing, they're doing it with their own intention and their own true self and their own inner voice. You know, I'm just kind of helping to bring it forward and to kind of guide them on how to do it. But yeah, I, I, I feel that, you know, it's it's easy to say things when everything's all hunky-dory, you know, but it's a, a lot more when you've been in the trenches, you know, with people. So when someone says to me, like, well, how can you do that, blah, 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 it's like, well, I, I, I trust me, I've been lots of places uh, just like that or even worse. But if I can come out of it and I can still be a good human being, if I can still care about people, if I can love myself, then you can too. There's no excuse for it. You know, there really isn't.
2: How do, you, how do you keep fear from really overriding that inner voice? Because I feel like a lot of times fear gets in the way. I mean, I know that you need to acknowledge the fear, but how do you really keep it from, from stopping you from moving forward on something that your inner voice is telling you that's good for you?
1: Um, I guess you have to have faith. You know you have to have faith in yourself you have to have, you have to know sorry you have to know that your true your true self your true inner voice will never put you in a spot you shouldn't be in okay even if it doesn't seem like you should be in that spot at that time it will never put you in a spot that you can't handle or that you shouldn't be in you, you know it might be something you're not even thinking of you didn't visualize this for visual people so we don't even visualize this but for some reason i'm here And then when that fear crops up, you have to understand, okay, I'm fearful because this is something that I wouldn't even choose to do myself. I would not choose this path. I would not choose this challenge, whatever, but it's been given to me. So then I take that fear and I say, okay, why? What am I afraid of? I break it down, it's breaking down the fear. If you take a pause and you stop and think about what you're fearful of and start to break it down and understand, I'm I'm afraid of this because I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm afraid of this because whatever. When you start to break it down, what's funny, as you're breaking it down, your body is calming down. Okay, you're self calming yourself and you don't even know it. So you're calming yourself down, your fear starts to, to go down. And then as you're breaking it down and going, okay, well, I understand this, okay. All right, because it's a risk, because it's something I'm not used to doing or maybe not so comfortable with. But my self is my true self is telling me you need to do this. OK, then I believe myself. If I love myself and I believe myself, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. So yeah. that happens is your fear then brings down the level, uh, It brings it down to where it's manageable and then you can move forward. But that helps. Yeah. Well,
0: it does. So let's make this really, really practical for people right now. Sure um because i would say that probably about 90 percent of the population is saying right now this shouldn't be happening mm-hmm. so if everybody feels like this shouldn't be happening but it's happening what is your take on that why why do you think we're here why do you think we're in in this in this current viral covid stuck at home situation
1: well i guess some of the reasoning of what's happening I can't answer because it's it's an external event, you know. Uh, besides the fact it's biological and, you know, we're, we're physical beings. And so we're dealing with it biologically. Um, but it, I think that if you take away some of it, and, you know, God forbid the people who have moved on or, or passed to, and, and are now on their other journey, I wish them well. I don't wish anyone, of course, ill will. But I really think that in a way, it is a way to reset. You know what I mean? It's a way for the rest of us to reset. And to so and to gain the knowledge of what's happening in other words, we need to look within ourselves we need to stay calm in the situation we need to believe that we are we are here for a reason. Um, especially inside, you know, like if you see all the stuff on, on the Facebook and social media and all, people are now using that instead of going, hey, look at my cat does flips. You know what I mean? Now they're using it to, hey, I can connect to my neighbor and I can help my neighbor. People are driving by houses and they're beeping their horns for people who are having birthdays. It's bringing everyone together, okay? In a way it's bringing, I know it sounds weird, but it is really bringing people together in a way that they should understand is important. And we can only take from that because as far as all the reasoning behind some of the things that are happening, like I had a guy from New York. He, he, you know, I know him and I've done psychic readings for him. He messages me and he says, what do you think about this? What are your spirits telling you? I go, my spirits are telling me that we need to go through this. My spirits are telling me to have faith. That's what they're telling me. Now, they're not explaining why. Just like if I did a reading, you don't tell someone how they're gonna die or whatever. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same process, you know. Yeah. All I can say is that you know we have to have faith and believe. If we're supposed to stay, we stay. If we're supposed to go, we go. Now, why that is, I don't really know, you know. And is it sad for the ones that go? Oh, yes, definitely. I feel my emp- my emp- My empathy is like all over the place, you know. I, I have to. I have to bring it in check all the time. But I think we can we just need to take as much as we can out of it in a positive light and stay centered and focused and look at what we can pull out of it that can help us or is good for us, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: It does make sense for sure. And and it sounds like a lot of the information that you've been hearing from your guides are the same thing that mine are telling me, which doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um there seems to be some pretty consistent messaging coming out of this to a lot of people. So, have you been having really intense dreams? Because I know a lot of people are having super intense dreams. Oh, right man, now.
1: I might have some weird ones. I don't even know. <laughs> I wake up. I'm like, what the heck was right? that? <laughs> it's like I got like. I don't know fifty different things that don't fit together in one dream. I had I had a dream. I know you're a dream interpreter, so I had this is the one thing that's stuck in all these weird dreams I've had. I had a dream where I went to a warehouse. Maybe I'm supposed to get drunk or something. And there's these giant wine glasses. I mean, we're talking the size of my room here, you know. And they're all lined up in this warehouse. We go in this warehouse, and the store goes, "Well, we'll be safe in here." And I turn around, and all I can see are clear, you know, the shape of the, the wine glass. I'm like what the heck is this? And then I woke up. So I don't know what that means. So yeah, I've had a lot of weird, um, weird, yeah, weird things happening. Weird weird kind of guidance,
0: well, they're guidance dreams.
1: And so it would be
0: whatever a wine glass means to you. But when you say I could see clearly, so to me, that's the most important Clarity. Yeah, that's the most important thing is that, am I going to be safe? I'll be safe here where I can see clearly.
1: Nice. Thank you very much. That's very good. See, that's why I need you.
0: Yes, you sure. <laughs> no, that makes
1: sense. That's really cool. Thanks very much. Cause it's been driving me nuts for like a week now. So now you just, you, you just know, cleared it up. You to, can,
0: to... <laughs> you have my phone number, you can text me. <laughs>
1: I know, I know. I was just, I'm like, I'm gonna figure this out on my own. And I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't yeah. figure it out.
0: <laughs> but you did so, know. know.
1: Yeah, I did know. I just didn't know I knew. Yeah, you did know. <laughs> It's sort of like, you know, I have an inner voice and I know it's there, but I didn't really know it's there. You know, I didn't know how to bring it forward, I didn't know how to use it, you know. So, yeah, kind of simple. Well,
0: it's, it's, I mean, it's a tool. So, we all have different tools for, for accessing our inner voice. And you're working with one way, which is with your inner voice healing work mm-hmm. you do. Yes. And I do it through dream interpretation, and we both do it through Reiki, you know. So, yes. all sorts mm-hmm. of good tools. So, yes, are- definitely. Are we ready to talk tools for intention, Cheryl, or did you have another question for Chuck? While we're while we're while the gang is riding again, I have,
2: I have a I have a question about the true your true life six step program. Yes, ma'am. Um, did did those steps, and I know you don't want to give away all your secrets right here, but did those steps mm-hmm. come from? your personal journey, or how did you create your six-step program?
1: Yeah, they kind of came from my personal journey. I have it like in front of me where I can just tell you the steps to the process. Uh, One, of course, we've already talked about is reconnecting into your inner voice. Mm -hmm. And then the two is once we get that, we can set the foundation for your success um, by understanding your inner self, past and present perspectives. This will let you go sadness and pain and give you a new kind of strength and joy for life. Three is then we move through the clutter, Uh, developing a new, improved way for you to see things. uh, It gives you hope. It gives you hope to conquer everything, you know. Four would be um, seeing, uh, you know, is the new tools effect, kind of like seeing how what you've been given is working, It gives you a sense of happiness because, hey, this is actually gonna work for me. Uh, Five is like, you know, here's you now that, you know, you've got your new perspective, how to be, you know, the fear, it kind of, and stress and anxiety kind of like, take back seat you know they're not as they're not as prevalent you know and if they come forward I'll know how to deal with them and five is just being the true you you know like okay now it's time to get out there I'm more confident I'm happy relaxed let me get out there now and let's test this you know and let's work on this because it's a daily it's a daily thing it's not like you know you do the program and go okay I'm good forever and you walk away mm-hmm. you got to you got to stay with it you got to stay mindful of everything that you're doing and all and using the tools and and looking uh you know like if i take a negative how could i how could i have made that more positive you know and i'm not saying walk around being all super positive all day long where you never get mad or anything like that because you know that won't work either but how can i how can i dilute the negativity or the anger and stuff and bring more positivity into the situation
0: for sure well and so at the at the top of the the podcast, Robin Marie, who is a good friend of ours and, of course, knows all three of us quite well, said that you just sound so much calmer and at peace than you used to. And and I agree. Um, and then your sister-in-law says she miss, missed hearing the three of us together.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: She's on, huh? Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, yeah. I, am. I'm, I'm,
0: I, I am. mean, I, yeah. I miss I have over the years, we took what we took a two year hiatus when I got back to Cheryl and said I want to do something totally different. Yeah, um, we did. um and um but yeah, over the that two year period, I mean I missed it. I missed this, I missed chatting with you, I missed chatting with Cheryl. I you know, we
1: Yeah, I, we I like being on the it's, it's fun. It's it's a good time, you know. I like chatting about things I have I have the passion for. Yeah. Um even my it's funny when you brought my sister-in-law because she actually said she tells people it's funny uh this guy's done like a 360 or or, or, like you know or you know i've spun around or i've come back around and it's like you know i'm all of a sudden boop i'm just this different person and i didn't really even i mean i knew it and i i kind of saw it but it was so slow and gradual that it it took me by surprise kind of you know like where i i you know I'm, i'm not really I'm happy with myself. I'm good. I'm, you know, we're all unique individuals, okay? On the outside, we're all unique, okay? I don't care if it's like, you know, my stomach's a little big or my hair's gray or whatever. That's what makes me me. That's what makes me unique. Each person has the things and they shouldn't beat themselves up over it. You know, if they want to make it better, then go make it better, but don't beat yourself up over it. But inside, you know, we're all the same. We're all one. We're all from the same energy. We're all going to go back to that same energy. And, you know, if we learn to connect while we're here using what we we, we can do as individuals, uh, makes this world much better. You know,
0: I think so, too. And I'm just. I mean, I'm just so happy for you because, oh, I, like you. I say, I've known you at all stages along the journey. I've worried about you many times over the years. So, right. so you know, okay. and, and we're we're real life friends. You came and you stayed with us, and we spent time together. And so, yes,
1: I love that, and I want. I would love to do that again because I. You I know, you out are there, man.
0: You know, you are always <laughs> here when when the world opens back up again, and it's, yeah, definitely, and it's safe. Um, you're always welcome here you know that thank you so i do want to get into tools for intention um i'm hoping oh, okay. Carol warned you that we do this at the end of every show we ask for she- one one intentional one or two intentional practices that you use in your life that our listeners could start using right away
1: sure okay one or two okay so the first one is in any situation especially if it's a challenging situation you stop and count to ten stop Whatever you, I don't care what you're doing, you stop, you take a breath as you're doing this, you count to 10, and then reevaluate what it is you're, you're dealing with. Because if there's anger in it, if there's fear in it, uh, whatever it might be, and I'm not talking if it's all happy, because it's like, if it's happy, jump for it, you know what I mean? But I mean, if it's challenging in that way, because what will happen is once you do that, you will come back. And you'll be able to connect to then what was my first feeling what was my first thought on that and then kind of r- run with that because that's usually what you should have been because what happens is once your thought process once your first feeling comes out your mind wants to negate and do logical things so just go with that if that helps um, the second thing is I cannot tell you enough about meditation I cannot tell you enough about meditation I know it sounds silly because you know, there's meditation everywhere and classes and all stuff but all you got to do is sit down, close your eyes, breathe, and allow yourself to relax. Let it take you where you need to go. Just be mindful. Pay attention to what's going on. I don't care if it's five minutes. I don't care if it's 10 minutes. I don't care if it's a half hour. You can use music, white noise. You can do anything. You can pay attention to the street, all the street noise that's coming out, whatever it is. But meditation will get you to where you can hear your inner voice the best. So those would be my two things.
0: Perfect. And um, so Michael suggested that we actually have you um, enter into chat your steps. But I think actually what we'll do is if you could just send those steps, bullet points of the steps, if you don't mind, sure. we'll put them in yeah. our show
1: notes. Sure. So I just send them to you like through email or whatever that'll work for you. Or-
0: you want okay. to yep. reach out to me. OK, so here's the next thing. You used to be yes. the host of this show. So what corner are we about to get into?
1: Oh my God. We still have that corner.
0: What'd
1: it say?
0: Nobody puts Chucky e in, Chuck e in a corner except for us. Oh, there it is.
1: What is uh, it? Oh, uh, shameless self promotion. <laughs> but a bunch. All Are right. Can we self promote? Well, yeah, I, I can self like right, promote. I'd like to promote, you know, going to. My Facebook page, because I don't have a website yet, but I am working on a new website. I'm just looking for someone to help me with it, um, because I had to take my other one down because it just didn't ring true, so I needed to start from scratch. So you can do it. Just go to at Chuck Gotsky, T-I-V-H on Facebook it'll be the inner voice healer and then you can either message me there or you can go to life today at hotmail.com and you can send me whatever questions or if you're interested in the program or if you're interested in one hour coaching or readings or remote reiki because we have to do remote reiki right now like that um and also if it's okay if i plug someone else really quick um i work for a, a, a help with a restaurant mm-hmm. a lady that owns a restaurant okay and basically she's doing what they call um let's see if i guys it's right it's called hang on here i'm so sorry oh it's a curbside service for um they're doing blessings they're giving out like free food to people who don't have food so the the place will be open Um uh, it's country it's ww food service llc.com you can go there get the phone number and call i'll show you what it is there's no cost at all and they're giving out food to people who just don't have food. So I'm going to go tomorrow, wear my little mask um, for once, and step out of this place to actually help other people. I think it's it's worth taking the chance just to you get out there and help other people because it's going to be curbside anyway. So, um, yeah, so that's it. There's my shameless promotions. Very
0: cool. So what kind of mask do you have? We actually have a. We have like four or five minutes left, so now we can just dab.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I have like the typical, you know, the blue one or whatever, you know, the surgical one. I also have like a uh One that I use at work—it's like the white ones, you know, like that. But I do have one coming that's like a cloth one that has yeah. like the carbon filters on it, where you can wash it over and over. So yeah, I would use that. now I don't usually use gloves per se because I'm a clean freak. Anyways, I wash my hands a million times a day, and I do have some—believe it or not—some hand sanitizer left because that's like gold. Um, so nice. I have some of that. It's you like my God, you sell so for like for nine car. million dollars for crying out loud. Yeah, trade that you know. For your car. <laughs> so yeah so it's like you know i have that stuff though um so um yeah those are the kind of masks i'm waiting for the mask to come into the mail the cloth one because that'd be cool because i can wash it so yeah. for now i just use the little white like, the little blue ones or whatever stuff so. mine is the other one it's hard to breathe
0: you'll be shocked to hear mine is huh. tie-dye with peace signs on it is Sunny. it really
1: I- it's yeah. awesome. They have these ones. It's really crazy. It look, they have the ones where you put on your face. It looks like really wicked teeth. They say, wear this. People will stay away from you. That's social distancing. It's the creepiest <laughs> thing ever. So you turn around and be like, ah, okay, you no, can just no, be no, 10
0: feet, feet away. Me. No, I don't want to creep <laughs> people out. I just figure if I'm going to have to, I think we're going to have to wear masks for several months. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I figure if I am going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear it's going to be a fashion statement, man.
1: Well, I think I gr- I agree. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, the, the ones that I wear, it looks like I'm a nurse or something. I'm, and I'm not a nurse, you know, God forbid those, those ladies are working hard, man. They're keeping us safe. Uh, I, I salute them. I love them all. You know what they're doing. Yeah. Wow. It's just, it's brave. It's very, very brave, you know? So, yeah. but you know, I wear whatever it takes to keep myself safe because, you know, respiratory is respiratory especially when it comes to me so
0: for sure so did you see um melissa's comments that you're calm and helpful
1: let's see (laughs) oh i didn't see that really
0: so calm and helpful yes it's true oh
1: yeah because they all get all like (laughs) they all get like, "Uh like okay i stop breathe Okay, now it's okay to
0: way. it's okay to be, be emotional if you feel you need. Yes, to
1: emotional. oh, definitely, emotions are important. I mean, you know, being sad that that, that that's kind of like you know green tea, man. It it, it gets you. It just you know it, it cleanses you. You know, there's lots of things. Every emotion is very important. You know, it's just you just can't hold them forever. You know, unless it's happiness, then you can hold that forever. You can do that one.
0: You can try. We can certainly try. So Cheryl, any any last thoughts? Um, we are going to be recording another podcast next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific. And we're going to be talking to Craig McMahon, who is, um, he is the producer behind the net, not Netflix, the um, Amazon Prime show, Life to Afterlife. And so he'll be on with us next week.
1: Cool. So uh,
0: three o'clock, and also um, Chuck, what do you think of this this new fancy format?
1: I love this. I lo- I really like this. It's kind of crazy. It's like you get your names up there, and you know, have a, like we're all on the screen. And it's very clear, and um, it's it's easy to hear. There's no like you know, we like we Not used to use right. Skype, and it just goes. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're like, it's like what's that person saying? Or something, boop. It's like, where'd they go? What happened? It's like we lost
2: her for like ten minutes. Um, also, yes, no.
1: I I don't miss any of that stuff. Freaking out, going, oh my god, there's some dead air for you. And, and, I don't
2: miss Skype at all. I have one you know. question that's like super important that I we just sure. can't do show without. Where did you get your T-shirt? I know that's oh, the question oh, like I wanted to ask. So is it a kitty? Is what's kitty got on there? I like it. He's
1: got a little bandana oh, that says "Hug Life."
2: Life, that's so adorable.
1: <laughs> I just got one of the stores, and I saw and I go, that's yep. for me. That's,
2: that's it me. is.
0: It's very Chuck. All right, hey, so Chuck. we are going to wrap up, but Chuck, it is so good to catch up with you to actually see you face to face and have a com- conversation. This will be yes. up on our podbean on May first. May first.